Let's see. Um, so is it still working? Is that it? All right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, good. And it starts to, it, like when I did the, my practice on this, it was actually, it cut, it cut out a lot of that. It's okay. fine. We're living during the pandemic, so outside noise. Right, I'm ready. Welcome to the Art of Leading. This podcast invites administrative leaders from academic arts and design programs at colleges and universities around the world to discuss just what it is we do, as well as the challenges and opportunities that our arts leaders in higher education are grappling with today and in the future. I'm Troy Richards, the Dean of the School of Art and Design at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. And I'm Audrey G. Bennett, the Director of the MDEVs in Integrative Design Program at the Penny W. Stamp School of Art and Design at the University of Michigan. So Troy, why are we making this podcast? Well, I think we, the first thing to state is that we enjoy being administrators. Even though Audrey describes herself as the reluctant administrator, I think it's safe to say that we both enjoy our jobs. We love to talk with other leaders at colleges and universities, and we love to learn more, uh, and we wanna learn more about what they're experiencing in those institutions. From this, we hope to learn about best practices when it comes to just about everything related to being an administrator in the arts. The next question or topic is really a summary of what we might be covering. Do you want to list everything or shouldn't yeah, we be mentioning our affiliation with the NCAA? We could talk a bit about the National Council for Arts Administrators and how the conferences held annually by the organization mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> really provided, provided some inspiration for this podcast. Yeah. It was there that we met people from yeah. around the country who were in similar roles to ours and experiencing many of the same challenges mm -hmm. um, and rewards that we experience every day. Yeah. Right? That was perfect, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I could, should, we say it, should I say it again? <laughs> I don't know. I, you could try, that but that it? was really well done. All right. Well, the podcast is going to be um, linked with the NCAA, and we hope to invite administrators um, of varying levels to converse with us around a lot of different topics. Um, that are relevant today, including the pandemic, anti-racism. I don't know what else to say there, but <laughs> you can edit well, out. We have, we, we have everything. We have everything from what do we do every day, the challenges we face there, mm -hmm. right? Uh, how we work with others, the, how, how a, a university or college is organized, mm -hmm. and our role within those, that organization. Where we there is a question of where we see the field. I, I'm real excited to, to think yeah. about design and where design is moving and evolving in, in our our country, but also in the studio arts side, the fine arts side, and how technology is impacting that that side of art education. Like I, I think that always that always leads to this defensive posturing, particularly from people within the fine arts side. Of, of the arts. <clears throat> well, I like where you're going with this, Troy. <laughs> we do need to talk about that and tease out the issues and confront them. Mm -hmm. From my perspective, there are 
places where, or times when we diverge, where artists and designers diverge, and there are times when we converge around um, maybe methods and um, theories and various other topics. But I think that it's when those moments when we converge that we're stronger, right, and the strongest. And so it would be great to um, discuss those areas, those times when we can converge, right, to continue to make art and design relevant and powerful in society and in higher education. I totally agree. And it's, it's especially important because I feel that our... I'm not sure. Uh, that was my watch. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's great. We have a, we had a, our first guest. Siri. <laughs> Siri. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that um, I think at this time in our culture, we're seeing the role of the artist, of the designer change. Mm -hmm. The function of art and design is changing. I think that that convergence you're speaking of is actually much more profound today you know, it, um, than it has been in the past. And we're seeing those people who best understand that right. are, the, are, are the artists and designers who are, being, who are the most successful. Right. I, I agree with that. Absolutely. So those are some of the topics that we hope to address with the podcast. There, there are a few other practical topics that I think will most likely seem initially less interesting to people who are just casually <laughs> listening in a conversation. And this would be uh, questions around enrollment mm -hmm. and the challenges that many of our institutions face. And so we see a decline in population for college age students. Absolutely. Uh, related to that. Mm -hmm. budgetary issues and we'll be dealing we'll talk about that and how other institutions are dealing with with those yeah. issues and funding so let's i would like to use this opportunity to talk a little bit about you audrey okay that sounds great what would you yeah. like to know <laughs> let's go back to the beginning then in our notes for this podcast you describe yourself as the reluctant administrator so can you tell us more about that? Yes, I, I do see myself as a reluctant um, administrator. I'm currently the director of the MDES program, as I mentioned before, and I wasn't really um, interested in taking on this role. Um, and I think there are many reasons for that. The first one is just that I have a, a research agenda, <laughs> a very strong research agenda um, that includes publications and grant writing and re pre presentations and a lot of work that I absolutely enjoy doing. And I think that being an administrator prevents me, you know, from engaging in my practice and my research, right? And so, I think that makes me very reluctant. That leads to the next question here. What did you find the most challenging about making your transition from faculty to administrator? Um, for me, I think arriving here at the University of Michigan and after just one year 
you know, taking on an administrative role um, was challenging because I didn't know a lot about the University of Michigan. I didn't know a lot about the program. I didn't know um, about the school that I was in. So attempt, and this was my first um, position within an art school. So in my previous position, I spent 20 years in the Department of Communication um, and Media, which is not an art or design, you know, department or school. So it, it was all very new to me. And I think that made it very challenging and hard to learn, you know, um, how things are done here while also learning about the program um, and trying to figure out a way to improve problems that exist in the program. So I found it quite challenging. And then, of course, you're dealing a lot with difficult people, people who may be against my being in the position that I'm in as director of the program, who may have different views about how the program should be managed, who should be managing the program, et cetera. So those are complicated challenges, you know? That makes sense. When, when you take on this kind of role, you sort of put your, stick your neck out. Yes, yes. So I, I think that that explains all the challenges that I've experienced, but I, I think that I'm adapting um, and learning how to um, be effective in this role, right? I think the it was hard for me to <laughs> not respond with anger and frustration with my colleagues and to learn to listen to them, right? To try to see a situation from their perspective and try to help them as opposed to constantly reacting to what was being the criticisms that were coming at me um, and trying to sort of not think about my feelings, but really think about them and how can I be effective at leading them and helping them and resolving their issues? Because I think administrators do a lot of that. We have to take on so many problems, right, that other people are experiencing and figure out how to solve those problems for them. Um, and so that that was a new experience for me, Um so would you say that, that you know, because my follow-up follow question that was about how, follow-up question was about how this is, that these roles require such a steep learning curve. Yes. That there is not much preparation really within the role of a, within the role of faculty, right? That comes with That's being right. faculty that really prepares you for your life as an administrator. That is right. That is so right. you you take it all on and it's and it's brand new. I think one of the things you just brought up was about you know hear, hearing others, listening to them, but also taking their concerns and issues and, and working with them to find solutions. I, I think of it as a sense of that you're constantly promoting the interests of your faculty, as opposed to being in that faculty role where yeah. you're very much it's very much about self interest. Yes. Yes. And I, I actually, you know, have vision. I have things I would like to see <laughs> implemented as well. And so it's been interesting trying to figure out, well, how do I go about doing this? 
right? It should be about the faculty. It's not about my interests. Um, and how, if I do see a solution that I want to implement, how do I go about doing that with them? How do I persuade them um, to see it the way that I see it? Uh, I think that those are challenging things. And no, we're not trained as faculty for some of the issues that we deal with in administrative roles. And I think that's another reason why this podcast is needed, right? So that we can talk to other administrators um, about the issues we're grappling with at our perspective or respective institutions. Right. It's, there's a, I, I was just thinking as you were speaking about how that switch from faculty to administrator, it could give you effectively like a whiplash in this change in, in perspective, right? Yeah. Because you're, you've seen the world from one angle and then you're just suddenly turned so quickly facing the, you know, to face the opposite direction. Yeah. And now you understand in a more global sense that, the issues uh, that, the, that the institution faces mm-hmm. and then, you know, the uh, sort of, you, you get a better sense of its priorities and yeah. why those priorities were made. Yeah. So finally, just as a designer, we talked a little bit about this yeah. as we rolled out, as we started this um, uh, podcast, but as a designer, what role, this is a big question and I don't, you don't have to tackle all of this right now, but um, as a designer, what role do you see design playing in higher education and how is that role changing? And then I to follow that up with regards in regards particularly to technology and social change, just as examples. Right. That's a very, very big, tough question. Um, in some ways, I think design already plays a very big role in higher education. Um, Everyone, there are tons of different disciplines where they call themselves designers or they're actually, they feel they're doing design, not just in um, art and design schools or departments. So engineering, for instance, they use design. They are designers of technology, right? And innovators of technology. Architecture within that discipline as well, um, they feel that they're designers, right? And I think there are other disciplines out there where they embrace the word design. So it's 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 certainly um, across disciplines, right, that design is being used to address um, many, many different social problems um, through a research process. So I think that in the School of Art and Design, I think that's where we also use design, but I think we may be using it too much um, in terms of practice and application and not enough in terms of research. Um, These different disciplines that are using the word design are using different methods as well, right? And I think that we're excluded from the conversation that's going on um, across disciplines around design and society and social change and social justice because we don't share the same language or tools, right? So part of my um, goal, I think, for the latter part of my career is to find ways of integrating um, practice-based designers, applied designers in that conversation um, without them 
sort of selling themselves out. Right. Right. Why should they have to sell themselves out? But at the same time, I think that there's some of us who can speak that language. It's being um, spoken, you know, in other disciplines. So, again, my my goal is to really try to work this out and to find opportunities for interaction between practice based designers, research based designers and other scholarly work that's being done. Um, across disciplines to address issues in society. Does that make sense, Troy? That makes, that makes real sense to me. And I think that the, the trick in, in what you're discussing, I think, in some ways, is that it's for people not to become concerned that, that the evolving role of the, of the designer, let's say, it, it leads more towards research Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's an expansion of the idea of designer. It's it doesn't necessarily mean that you set a, that the that the practitioner is right. then left you know right. off of you know out of the discussion. So I love that you brought up the, the fact that you uh, you find you want to find ways to connect with the, the practitioner and yeah. researcher to yeah. a broader community. Exactly. In academia and in some industry. So that's that's wonderful. That's great. Those are all my questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would like to thank you so much for just coming up with this idea um, for a podcast that deals with arts, you know, administration. I I definitely think it's needed. It's given me an opportunity to get to know you better to um get some feedback and some of the issues that I'm having already um, in my young administrative kind of role as a graduate program director. Um, but I would love some advice, right? I could certainly see in the future coming on to the, someone coming onto the podcast just to get advice about, you know, an administrative issue they're having. Um, right now, I am considering applying for a vice provost position at my university. I don't really know <laughs> what the disadvantages and the advantages are of trying to even step into a role like that. Is it too soon in my career since I only have um, limited administrative experience? Um, I'm wondering if you could give some insight on that. The choice to to apply for a different position in administration mm-hmm. or anywhere, I suppose, but it really it's really very personal depending on where, uh, what your goals are, larger goals, but also what where you are within your own, with your studio practice mm-hmm. as a designer or as an artist, because with every step up the academic leadership ladder, let's say, there's a greater time commitment Right. to every role mm-hmm. and that means that you end up setting aside more and more mm-hmm. of your studio practice right mm-hmm. of your research practice mm-hmm. so you have to be comfortable with that idea to begin with then i i think of it as where are you at with your in your current role mm-hmm. so when i took this position as a dean i i wasn't sure exactly how long I would want to be at this institution or within this role, to be yeah. perfectly honest. Yes. And then what I have found, however, is that 
the if, as I, I sort of think about the this in terms of a project and that the the in, as an artist projects are often my projects often stem from a conceptual concern a, a question that I mm. might be asking mm-hmm. and I work through a set of processes to arrive at some type of conclusion usually a re, uh, just a reframing of that question or a ref, uh, refining of it that then might satisfy me enough to move on to a different project and what i have mm-hmm. found that in administration is that the 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 question continues to evolve um and continues to engage me in you know in my creativity in all these ways that I'm, I'm never quite satisfied at the end of a year with where we are. And so this keeps me perpetually engaged. That's what's kept me, I think, uh, as satisfied with the, you know, despite the stress, despite the, the challenges that we face and the hurdles that, that are often put in our, our way as an administration, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, those questions are still so, you know, just so interesting to me so that I continue. But I know when I've spoken to others who have been deans or provosts or presidents even that, that they, they speak about getting to a point in their role where they feel as if they've made an impact at an institution mm-hmm. and then an opportunity comes along that just uh, that feels like the natural next step. So I think all those, so the, I think that that's the balance, right? The thing to find is, am I, am I willing to give up this, uh, this, additional slice of my creative life because you've already cut a piece out of it, right? (laughs) With your current role. So now that you're going to take another piece, another big chunk of it, I see administration as a conceptual project, essentially. Mm -hmm. It is a creative act. Mm -hmm. Um, That's very profound, a creative act. That is very profound. Well, thank you. <laughs> but it's it's one that you have to understand as being a collaborative creative act mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is as much about responding um, or absorbing as it is about enacting. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and and sort of imposing yourself uh, into a situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I find that the, the longer I do this, the less of myself I feel I want to impose as wow. much as I want to absorb and and possibly help shift the the, the dialogue in some way I guess uh, yeah. be a part of the change yeah and, and I think we should think of an ending that we say each time I don't know if we need to record that now or at another time but you know like see you next month see you next week so or- I think that's a wonderful idea Well, that was the first episode of The Art of Leading. We have a lot to learn as we practice this art of podcasting, but hopefully you enjoyed it. We do have some excellent guests lined up for the next three or four or even five episodes and hope to interview more in the future. I would like to thank our guests for their patience. We started this whole project really about two years ago in the height of the pandemic and had no idea really that it would require so much editing and all this other work to get the the podcast published so that people could hear it. Between our full-time jobs, I think recovering from the pandemic and everything else happening in the world, 
it's taken us this long to get to this point. But we do have plans to interview more people and to make this a more regular habit. Again, thank you for your time, and we'll see you next time on The Art of Leading.